Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast and become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation and check out recent shows featuring guests sharing stories about growing up in a haunted house that was possessed by an evil presence, a nightmarish encounter with a UFO in the dead of night, and the financial horror stories from those who won the lottery and lived to regret it. Head on over to coasttocoastam.com and sign up for Coast Insider to hear these programs and many more truly thought-provoking shows from coast to coast. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Let's go east of the Rockies, George in Detroit. Welcome to Coast to Coast AM. Hi, Dave. The infamous George. <laughs> yes, how are you, George? All right. Uh... I just caught like the last 45 minutes of your guest, and uh, I had read something like about a year ago that was kind of interesting because uh, I guess Mark Twain had lost a daughter, and he became kind of angry and bitter toward God, and he kind of wrote some things that were derogatory toward God and the Bible and all that. And then uh, this uh, article that I had seen on the Internet said... uh, that he was fascinated with and had great admiration for Joan of Arc, of all people, that he believed those visions were real and, you know, that she had great integrity and courage and, you know, he held her in great high esteem, which seemed a little contradictory in a way, but maybe not according to your guess, but I was just wondering, had he mentioned that at all? No, I don't believe he mentioned any of that, but he did mention that, you know, there was some bitterness because of his falling out with religion and and kind of disillusionment with it. And you know, his his daughter died, his his young yeah. son died, his brother right. died. So he had a lot of tragedy that kind of befell him throughout his life. Now it was interesting, also that you know, uh, Captain Blood or whoever wrote in uh, about reincarnation. I don't know what you believe about it. Do you believe in reincarnation? You know, I'm not sure what I believe in it. I, I think there's some fascinating stories. James um, Leiniger's story uh, was chronicled in a book called Soul Survivor. And he's a little boy, or was a little boy at the time, who believed he was a um, pilot, a World War II fighter pilot. Yeah. And he yeah. had a, a fascinating story. Yeah. Well, they're interesting. That The one that, that Captain Blood sent you an email or whatever is kind of strange to me. See, that's the thing. The, the one of the problems that I have with the reincarnation thing is they can make of it whatever they want to make. Most people don't even know the end game or how many times they've been here or are they up, you know, come back higher or lower and, and uh, would they be higher or lower now or nobody recounts being an insect or whatever. Some people will say, well, you're, you reincarnate into several people, but there's like, uh, a small percentage of you, 20% that's kind of waiting in the green room on the other side for your family or friends to contact you. And you know what I'm saying? And then George Norrie said, what I was talking about it about a month ago about this, uh, about, well, people that, uh, you know, commit murder or whatever, what would they come back? He was, oh, I don't think they come back. I mean, they just make it up to me. It's a progressive thing. You know, I mean, it's interesting what the guy said, that they had a future life and they came back. But that's the point. You're working toward that perfection progressively, and you don't want to reincarnate. You want to aspire to nirvana is the end game of reincarnation, not to keep coming back here and, you know, telling innovations of uh, the future. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it just seems like such a uh, make of it whatever you want. You know, there's no real rules at all, and, and there's no one overseeing it. It's just 
the law of karma just works naturally like the law of gravity or it's like that doesn't make sense to me you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying it's like yeah i'm not and i'm not even sure that we really do uh, reincarnate you know i i i often wonder when mediums or psychics are connecting to our dead loved ones are they truly connecting to yeah. the dead loved ones or are they can you know not saying that they're not sensitive but maybe the energy they're reading is uh, the kind of personal Akashic records we carry, the memories of yeah. our loved ones right. that are just in the little card catalog of our yeah. life. And we yeah, know exactly. now that we know that there are genetic memories that are passed down through families, stuff that yeah. I shouldn't know, but it is part of my history. And they may just be tapping into that. So maybe in the idea of reincarnation, what happens is, um, you know, you... George, have uh, been born into this life, and you just are, are vibrating at this frequency, much like a radio that just happens to tune in to you know, this, this number. And you also happen to be tuning into the same number as uh, Edison. And does that mean that you're reincarnated, or are you just picking up on the vibration that once was Thomas Edison? And it feels right. well, like it's part of your life. Yeah, well, me being a Christian, I find it very hard to buy, too. Some people say things like, well, Jesus taught reincarnation. It's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, you know, the Bible says it's appointed unto one, on man once to die, and after that, the judgment. Jesus gave his life on the cross for people. If if you can come back and pull yourself up eventually by your own good works through progressive lives and eventually, you know, aspire to that uh, nirvana or godhead or whatever they want to call it, which they can't even explain what that is, then there was no reason for Jesus to die for your sins. There's actually a fascinating book about that that's called The Karma of Jesus. If you could trade your karma with someone, who would you trade it with? And in essence, he traded his perfect karma that he will give to you and will give you eternal life. You know, but certain things just aren't compatible. I mean, people say like like the sleeping prophet, you know, of... uh, Edgar, Edgar Casey, right? Yeah, that. Oh well, he reconciled with it. He had a hard time with it, and 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 finally he accepted. You know that uh, he didn't want to lose those visions or let that go, and that seemed to really be working. And it was, you know, kind of a contradiction with his Christian belief. There's certain things that are not compatible. You can't be a Muslim atheist, and you can't be a Christian Satanist. Doesn't well, make you know what, George? What, what what it all comes down to, and and thank you for calling in. What it all comes down to in the long run is. None of us will know until it's our time, but it's fascinating to talk about all these different theories and beliefs. And some of us are very strongly rooted in, in, in our belief systems. And it's, that's what's so great about doing a show like this. We get to hear from everybody. Listen to more coast to coast AM every weeknight at 1 AM Eastern and go to coast to coast for more.